Hey there, it's Laverne McKinnon. I'm a career coach and certified grief recovery specialist, and I'm happy to welcome you to the Moonshot Mentor Blogcast. I share stories, insights, and tools to help you achieve your dreams. And frequently, achieving your dreams means failures, mistakes, and face plants. So it's critical to mourn these losses, which is why I'm both a coach and a grief doula. I like to refer to this podcast as a blogcast because I'm reading my blog for those who prefer listening over reading. So today I explore the scarcity mindset and a framework in which to distinguish between problem and symptom. So scarcity is something I've been grappling with and have been trying to counter by leaning into an abundance mindset instead. But my childhood experiences with money are making it really hard for me to fully embrace abundance. And so I think that I figured out a path forward to pull me out of feeling like there will never be enough. So take a listen. Lately, and perhaps a result of the uncertainty around the length of the WGA strike and the atmospheric rains earlier this year that damaged my home and neighborhood, I've been snagged by a feeling of scarcity. It's dark, tangly, and at times it squeezes me so tight that I can't breathe. As a result, I've been short-tempered with my family. I question every expense with a tight-fisted attitude. I've lost my appetite. I've lost several pounds and I feel trapped. And in sitting with this discomfort, I can't help but think about how my dad was a child of the depression and my mom grew up poor in Japan during World War II. My folks had a very close relationship with scarcity. And while I grew up surrounded by love in a lower income household, we were very cautious and conservative with money. We always had food on the table, but we didn't eat out at restaurants. We always had clothes to wear from shopping at Kmart or Zare, but never did not dare to go to Marshall Fields. We went on vacation three times when I was growing up, but never stayed at motels. We slept at our extended family's homes or in the back of my dad's pickup truck. In many ways, it was truly an idyllic childhood, and I'm grateful for the laughter we had to counterbalance the stress of lean times. But there was always this sense that the bottom could drop out tomorrow. So for example, heat was set no higher than 63 degrees during the winter, and this was in Chicago. My dad would sit at the kitchen table and sigh so mightily while paying the bills. My mom hoarded money so she wouldn't have to hear my father question why things cost so much. I started babysitting when I was about nine years old, so I wouldn't cause my parents anxiety by asking for money. And that wound up leading to a lot of scrappy jobs like cleaning houses and flipping burgers. We had a fake silver Christmas tree that we stored in the attic and used year after year, even when the aluminum leaves fell off. The living room furniture had plastic covers and we were not allowed to sit on the couch or the chairs. Wednesday was pasta night and some weeks we even had meatballs. Sunday was ham or roast beef night and we'd make sure that there were leftovers for meat sandwiches during the week. All this to say that I have a narrative in my head about money. It goes something like this. Work really hard, save aggressively, triple check every spend, there will never be enough, and don't be foolish. This scarcity mindset has reared its ugly head and I've had to ask friends for help. What I keep hearing is that I need to move into a perspective of abundance. And I believe it. I believe energy attracts like energy. But abundance doesn't sit well in my body. It feels bloated, constipated, lethargic, entitled, 
privileged, even greedy. I don't like the idea of too much or more than I need. So I've just continued to feel stuck. So I looked to deepen my understanding of abundance and I went to social media. I'd rather go to Peru and have an ayahuasca journey, but that's not in the cards because of scarcity. So I did the next best thing and I reached out via Facebook to ask people what abundance means to them. So appreciate the abundance of responses. See what I did there? Okay, here are a few highlights. An elegant sufficiency of infinite variety overflowing, more where that came from. Plenty today, plenty on the way tomorrow, a relaxed feeling of plenty. And then there was this other category of responses around the theme of community. So much goodness, you have to share it with others. Contentment and willingness to share your harvest with others. Being in the fortunate position to share your love, time, and money. And then another category of responses around the theme of enough. Never having to worry about the basic things in life, like food or a roof. The Torah answers that question, who is the rich man? He who is happy with his portion. There is enough for everyone. Having my needs economically, physically, and emotionally met with ease. An appreciation for what you have. And then a final category around spirituality and perspective. This amazing life we've been blessed with. Gratitude. When you turn to face all that you have, the world expands. Freedom. Lots of love. What's landing the most for me is the idea of enough versus abundance. Abundance steps on my values of equity, equality, fairness, and belonging. Enough aligns with my values of gratitude, curiosity, compassion, education, and of course, equity, equality, fairness, and belonging. So now there's a question of how do I actually access this mindset of enough? But before I answer that, I'm going to outline the format that I use on how to get to the other side of the problem using my current scarcity experience. So the first step is to differentiate between the problem and the symptom. So I was feeling high anxiety about finances triggered by the massive rainstorms in Los Angeles that caused damage to my home. That was the symptom. The underlying problem was my scarcity mindset. Second, Dig for the root cause of the problem and identify any mistaken beliefs. I grew up in a lower income household in which we lived frugally, planting the belief that there would never be enough. In looking at the truth, there was always enough. And while there were lean times, we had an abundance of hard work, humor, and frugality to make it all come together. Third, source multiple solutions to solve the problem. Now, I didn't fully do this. I asked my friends to help me and they suggested I develop an abundant mindset. I latched onto that immediately because I really like valued my friends and I thought their values were cool, but I didn't explore other options. So I got stuck on the idea of abundance because it didn't actually align with my values. So I wound up having to source different definitions of abundance and that led me to another solution develop a mindset of enough. And then the fourth step is choose one of the solutions that honors your values. I chose to honor enough for the reasons that I've already stated. I chose not to value abundance or the other definitions because they just didn't really resonate or align with what's currently important to me. So back to the question of how do I access enough? The key here is not to go hog wild. My business coach, Dallas Traver, says fast is slow, slow is fast. So what's one small baby step that I could take to embrace this new mindset? I came up with several ideas. Re-engage with my gratitude practice. Look at the data. Do we have food? Do we have a place to live? Am I paying all my bills? Reevaluate my budget. 
and see where there's excess, develop a somatic movement to embody enough. I chose looking at the data and combining that with gratitude journaling. I'm only a weekend, but I'm starting to feel the difference. In recognizing that I have enough, it's calming my nervous system, and I'm now able to do longer-range planning to ensure that we have enough in the future. I'd like to think that my family is no longer walking on eggshells around me, and I have noticed that I'm breathing a little easier. The hard truth is that the damage to our home has a significant financial impact on our lives. I can't bury my head in the sand, but a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset are not going to lead me to a place of true safety and security. I have enough we have enough. So to finish out the steps of how to get to the other side of the problem, brainstorm baby steps to implement the solution. The smaller, the better. Identify one of the small steps to take action on and make sure it's honoring at least one of your values. Take that step today. Assess and course correct as needed. So what problem are you grappling with right now? Is it truly a problem or is it a symptom? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please drop me a comment. You can also visit me at moonshotmentor.com or follow me on social media at moonshotmentor on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you enjoy what you hear, I would so appreciate if you could subscribe to my blogcast. It would help me achieve my moonshot of 5,000 subscribers. Thank you so much for tuning in.